Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Uh, how can you ensure this is something that does not happen again in the NHL? Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 46, Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me, as always, are Stephen Wojtowicz. Chill pill, chill bill. Just, just regular Nick. Nick Reg- what, what, what's your teacup tonight? You're drinking tea. This is uh tea. This is tea. This is a cup I got uh, after a half marathon in Syracuse. Yeah. The you ran all the way up to Syracuse from New Jersey just to get a fucking teacup. Holy shit! Yeah, that's uh, for the record. It is actually a coffee mug, and I ran a half marathon in February in Syracuse called the lake effect half marathon and it was very cold i would think from new jersey to syracuse further than a half marathon if you were to run it tom by the way more uh, than a half marathon it, yeah you, when no way it's close than that it's a nothing commute have you seen it on a map it's like it is far it is close to utica because i did look up plane flights from utica to la just to see how Alexander Holtz will be getting to the Devils next game, hopefully. And it, it sends you out of the Syracuse airport. You're going to stalk him in, at the airport? And you- I was going to, no, I was going to offer to buy the plane ticket to get him out there. Is, is it that far away from Albany? I thought Albany had a uh, more of, a, of an airport than Syracuse. It said Syracuse. Didn't we pick up George in, at Albany airport on the way to Montreal? Yes. That was that was that was Albany, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we come on the podcast with breaking news tonight. You can get COVID even if you had the vaccination. Stupid! You're so stupid. I mean, because yes. Sidney Crosby's got to be vaccinated, right? Yes, and he can still get it. Yes, everybody knows this. This has been going on for months. Where have you been? Oh, Florida. Never mind. When the hell did this happen? <laughs> it seems like everybody's got COVID this week. Everybody. Aaron Rodgers, Sidney Crosby, half of the fucking San Jose Sharks. Bill? Well, we don't know if Bill has COVID. I, I got scared yesterday, and I had a little thing in my nose, a little cough, and my lunch had no taste to it. And I was you like, oh, fuck. I got, I got to take, I got to take a test. I got to take a test. And I was negative. I was negative. It was an at-home test. Um, so I'm not pregnant. Nice. Yes. Where'd you put the swab? Which, which end did you put the swab in? He put peed on, on it. Uh, Jesus I Christ. Peed on it. What are you talking about, Nick? Peed on it. Guys, yeah. what, are you, what are they doing in Florida? <laughs> Wiping your cheek, dude. No, but rapid one. We, we were only kidding. That's what we you put do. it up your no, you did it up the nose though. Right? Yeah, I did it up the nose. Each side, like five large circles, uh, three quarters up the nostril. Put it in some solution, mix it My up. My nose is getting it itchy now. God damn. Oh god. Oh, okay. If you wanted to know, here, here. There you go. There's my negative COVID test. There, I'm negative. I am you're, you're, a negative. How long do you plan on keeping that? That's you're it's gonna put it in his baby hands. book. <laughs> I wish it was a lollipop. It looks like a lollipop. I'm not going to lick it, though. That would be gross. 
So yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. breakthrough cases happen, you get milder symptoms and you can pass it on to other people. So that's why if you get it, you can't participate. But but half of the San Jose Sharks team, I thought these were like one-offs to where somebody can get it and, and I mean, that's it. But half of your team getting fucking COVID, the Winnipeg Jets earlier, thought you had to be vaccinated in the NHL. I thought 98% of the, of the players in the NHL were fully vaccinated and you had to be fully vaccinated to play across the border. Again, you can still get it. <laughs> Again, half your fucking team though at the same time? If it was like a different variant, yeah. It seems, it seems like it, it raised a little bit of a red flag for me. Sorry. Well, they, they did have the one guy on that on that particular team who faked his vaccination card. Now, I know they caught him, but could that have been part of a larger conspiracy and not everybody got caught because not everybody is as dumb as Evander Kane? See, this is the breaking news that we're looking for right now. <laughs> This is why we need High Bill every week. We have yeah, a conspiracy theory happening in front of us. <laughs> why not? Plus, they probably all caught it on January 6th. Just saying. Oh, man. More conspiracies. They were all in the, ca the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Somebody look back. Did the Sharks have a game last January 6th? In Washington? At all. No. Uh, that sounds like that sounds like work. So it is possible work. I'm not doing work. Nick is like the the guy who looks up stats and stuff. He he's like awesome at it, right? Yeah. Did you look it up? No, he's not looking. It up. He doesn't even know what we said. He wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> I was looking up something else. He was watching yeah. a replay of a game that happened three weeks ago. <laughs> hey, it's last time. The game. last time the Islanders played. Uh, but Billy, I think you're on to something. This is the start of our conspiracy theory about vaccinations in the NHL. Article is forthcoming <laughs> from Chill Bill. Chill Bill. Chill Bill. Bill. I'm All right, so you win the Norris Trophy. Meds. You're coming off your entry-level deal. Sign a contract for how much? $9.5 million over seven years. Now, Steve, you said something last week, something about players can sign eight years yes if they're coming i don't i didn't understand i don't understand why adam fox didn't sign for eight years then because he is because, coming off of his, his entry level because probably so that he can bank another five-year deal at a higher aav right he'll be about how old is he now 23 so he'll be 30 that was a guess that was that was an absolute guess that he was 23 nick adam fox go how old is Adam Fox? Look it up. Come on. 20. No, look at three. Oh, he's 23. Okay. Fuck yeah. I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, so a seven year deal. I, I got it before you. Yeah, so a seven year deal. He's 30. Yeah. Prime for a defense. Wait, 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 wait. Billy. Billy, is that math correct? Will he be 30 at the end of the, the end of the seven years? Well, does a seven year kick in after this year or? Yes, year? it does kick in after this year. Okay. So he'll be 31. Correct. So Could even better than Bill. Is that math right? 31. Yes, sir. Thank All you. Right, good. So he'll, he'll then sign a four year deal, right? Cause no, nobody signs past 35 anymore because of the cap implications. Well, if you so do, he'll be able to sign a probably a one year deal. If you do that, right. Or if you're after, Ryan, after if you're, 35, yeah, if you're Ryan Rees, yeah. it's a two year deal. Yeah. So he'll sign a four year deal at whatever the going rate for an in your prime defenseman is. In your as a, prime? 
At 31? I think I think a defenseman is still in your prime at 31, definitely. I think they, they have him in his plays. prime years. And Nick Nick oh. put it both. Nick put it best when he said they are gonna have him in his prime years. And I think he's he's dead on. At 31? I, I think so. I I think they always say defensemen develop later. So I think that 28 to 32 is like the prime age for a defenseman. So you're thinking he's like the girl who wore glasses in, in high school mm. and then she just developed in college and got titties and lost the glasses and just became hot after that. I don't get the comparison there, but yeah. um, what kind of but what kind of D is he gonna play though? Like is he gonna step in and block every shot? Like is he gonna get beat up back there for all he's not a shot is he a is he a shot blocker? No, he's not a shot blocker. He's, he's a positional defenseman that's, that's the question. who brings offense to the game. So, yeah, so yeah think- but I mean, at that size, I mean, I don't know. Well, how old was Rafalski? Because yeah, for for whatever reason, Fox and Rafalski, they they kind of remind me of each other. So, how old was Rafalski when he retired? I'll look that up. <sighs> I just yawn. Why you look it up? Well, I was going to say was that they're buying what three years of UFA from him. I thought it was four. I thought it was four. Four years. I think so. I think it's four. So that, that's that's a lot of years they're buying from him. Mm-hmm. If he really wanted to, to make serious bank, he could have made basically bought uh you know a three four year deal four year deal I guess and then signed a massive enormous deal just like a you know somebody like uh, what's his name in L A. Uh, Dowdy. Uh, Dowdy. Dowdy. He signed that really massive L-I. deal like, after his you know kind of his prime years and now they're kind of tanking really hard i think it doesn't really benefit both sides to do that even though he's got a big deal you know la's got an albatross of a contract same with carlson you know look at carlson signed that massive deal when he was what 29 uh yeah it was over 10 million dollars was it 10 million dollars a year he signed something like that yeah carlson's got a big deal too but the the two of them signed those massive deals to near the at the end of their um, their best years. I mean, I don't really agree with every defenseman developing that way. I think it's it's very much a like every player is like that. You get certain guys come into league, that's the best they're ever going to be. I think a guy like Makar, I think Fox, those guys are coming in the league and like dominating. I don't think they're getting better. I think they're that's the best you're going to get these guys at. And maybe they get a little bit better, but. You know, I don't think there's much more of a ceiling. You know, they're already there, which is not always the case for most players. And that's but don't you think they'll? But don't you think in the coming years they're going to learn the game more so that they can, so that they can stay more durable? You know, put themselves in positions where they don't take a big hit from a four checker or they have the ability to learn that. Will they actually do that when their physical abilities slow down? They get injuries, they get, you know, whatever issues come up. Like Carlson was like an amazing skater, did everything well, had all the intangibles. He had, but he got some injuries. You got, uh, you know, oh, was it Achilles? He got, uh, he's 31 years old right now, and he has $11.5 million a year remaining yeah. in his deals for the yeah. next six seasons. That's terrible. He is going to be, it's he's huge. Gonna be bought out real soon. <laughs> Rafalski was 30, Rafalski was 38 when he retired. All right. Okay. And he had really good seasons in Detroit toward the yeah. end. There. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt that Detroit was ridiculously good. Again, I, he's not, Fox isn't a banger. 
No, he's not. He's like he's, you said, a positional, a, a position. And I just think his durability, and again, playing, you know, the next five seasons leading into his his year, you know, he's going to learn the game a lot more and a lot better. And when he hits twenty eight, again, when I think they a defenseman enters into his prime, I, I I think it's a great deal for both of them. Yeah, we were we were also talking that that nine and a half million dollar number is the same number that what Seth Jones has and a couple other high profile defensemen have who are probably a little older than than Adam, who are older. Oh yeah, than definitely. Adam Fox at the at the end in this off season, he's a bargain. Adam Fox, if he keeps it up that, for the next yeah. two or three years, he's a bargain at nine and a half million dollars. Agree for for what for what defensemen are going to get next year and the year after, he's a bargain. He's going to be an absolute fucking steal at nine and a half million dollars. You got to love him. We've, and we've gone on record saying that number started at nine simply because he was a restricted free agent with arbitration rights at the end of the season. And there was no way he wasn't making $9 million a year for his comparables. So I think it's a good year. It's, it's a good deal for the player. It's a good deal for the team. Um, Now he's got to go out there and justify it. Uh, he didn't do too bad over the weekend. I gotta tell you that we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, we will certainly get to that, but uh, now we're going to go into uh, pet peeves, pet peeves. Now, look, this, this was a, a topic that, that Bill wanted me to bring up because apparently he's got a couple. So Bill, what, what are your, give, give us your top three pet peeves in hockey. Oh, do we want to do three? Uh, just it. top just, three for do. now for starters just and then we can get into it you know i mean we don't have to put a number on it it wasn't it, this wasn't my idea by the way but i i did come on billy it. music give it to us but what no why did you have to bring up the music thing what do you mean because now he's gonna fucking figure out a way to put music in something you didn't no. think he was gonna figure out a way to put music into this God, no, no, not in the pet peeves no not at all no <sighs> Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I guess, Tom, you, you kind of hit on, uh, you kind of repeatedly keep hitting on one of my pet peeves, which is citing statistics that are completely random and useless. That's I know, no idea what you're about. talking about, Dallas Cowboys. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Such as uh, the Rangers winning less than 50% of the faceoffs and winning the game? Well, no, no, uh, that, yeah. that's, that's a different type of stat. That, that's factual. That's at least factual and proven. The other stuff is just made up shit. I think the, that's what the, you're more getting at, right, Bill? Well, the fact the fact that the rain so okay, so let's back it up here. So losing a face off is not a positive thing to do because this it, NHL is not a negative possession. either. Sorry. Right? It's not that big of a deal overall. Like I, I think we're kind of proven that with the statistic that but keep telling us how the Rangers are undefeated losing not anymore. The, when they're that, oh, that ended that, last that night. End, yeah, that ended last night. Ended. They were 45% on draws last night. So the Rangers Sadly, and they lost, and, but, but they games. lost in overtime. So does mm-hmm. that, they still get a point. They do still get a point. So they won their first six games by, after being, uh, after five. losing in the face-off circle uh, more than 50 Talking about a fucking irrelevant, talking about not knowing your stats. It was five games first off. They're 5-0-1. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. You, know, you you are so my that pet is one of my pet tonight, peeves, right? So you're gonna, so you, I mean, people who who say, oh, the the, you know, I, I can't think right now because I'm too chill. 
but if you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna talk about like a statistic and say uh this positive results you know trying to trying to take a positive result and line it up with a statistic that is obviously a negative has a negative impact or taking a statistic that is a positive impact and then saying, no oh, the team loses every time they the the yankees lose every time aaron judge hits two home runs in the game that it doesn't even make sense to to talk about that that's not a true statistic what but, about every for every jersey that Steve's buys, that player either gets traded or gets hurt? Does that fall well, into that he, same category? No, because Steve's a jinx. Um, this is this is true. Yeah, this is absolutely true. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but going back to, to stats that obviously just don't have any effect on, on the point that you're making. Yeah, that is definitely pet peeve. All right, Nick, what do you got? Uh, pet peeves, uh, hockey, mm, nonsense banter, um, with the various color, co- uh, color, co- what's it called? Uh, color commentator. commentators. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd rather just hear the fucking games, um, and just listen to the, what they're saying on the ice. I wish there was an option to watch that. Um, I've actually been listening to the other teams when, when possible, when possible, um, just to hear the other, you know, announcers, Mostly because I've heard enough of, not that I, I in fact, I think I was a great, uh, you know, color commentator, um, but I just like to hear different opinions on the players. It's interesting to hear what a different perspective of what the team looks like and who they, they're signaling out, kind of like see what they see as opposed to just the usual. But that's about it. I can't stand the, the nonsense banter. Um, it's, not as an, it's not as bad as like a Joe Buck and fucking Troy Aikman and all nonsense and baseball and, Avoid, avoid ESPN Plus broadcast then. Avoid the Devil's Radio broadcast. Avoid ESPN Plus broadcast. Terrible. I, uh, I, terrible. I think I already brought that point up before. Yeah, terrible. They were pretty terrible. So anyway, that's my pet peeve. Steve, do you have any pet peeves that you'd like? I've got, I've got two. One is. Uh, my player is carrying the puck over center ice towards the blue line, and he makes a move at the blue line before he gets in the zone and almost always draws one of his teammates off sides. Why are you making a move right there? That's it's like in, the in, in squirt hockey are getting yelled at for this. That's like the How NFL equivalent of running an eight yard route when it's third and nine, right? Just doesn't make sense. And the other thing is, on the power play, your guys on the on the sideboards should have should should be on the side where their stick is on the inside, so that they can take a one timer. Every almost all the devil setups have their sticks on their outside, so the puck's got to come across their body, thus taking longer to get to their stick. And they've got to catch it. They've got to corral it, and then they can take a shot. It's it. Just waste too much time. So, so those are my two biggies. Tom, my big, my big is just referees in general. I, I fucking hate every referee that has ever been out there. And it's not as a person; they're probably really nice. It's just the terrible inconsistencies between referees and between games. Because in in this day and age, you never ever know what calls you're going to get and which calls you're not going to get. And it's just, it's, it, it's mind boggling. Like take for instance, last night. And, and I still, 
I still can't figure this out. And if somebody can explain this to me, I would be grateful. There was a, a play toward the end of the third period where I think the Rangers were on the power play. It was when it was, if you saw the highlights, it was when Demko made that ridiculous kick save on Panarin while he was down flat on his stomach. During a, uh, a scrum prior to that transpiring, he lost his blocker in, in the net. And his blocker was still in the net. And he was waving his free hand to the referee saying, hey, part of my equipment is not here. Blow the fucking whistle. Referee didn't blow the whistle at all. At all. In fact, Demko had to go on his stomach and make that ridiculous save. And play resumed until the Rangers took a shot. And he made a save. And the puck went to the corner. At that point, the ref blew his whistle and play was dead, as opposed to the power play still going on. What was so different about that shot that he made a, a pad save on that went into the corner, as opposed to where he's scrambling, telling you he doesn't have a fucking blocker on? I, I just I don't understand why he would blow the whistle at that point on the power play. I don't get it. I really don't get it. I Look, I understand the masks. When the masks come off, 100%. You call, you stop play when the when the goalie's mask is off or his strap is broken or something like that because you want to protect his head. But if you're not blowing the whistle when he's waving his hand at you, telling you he doesn't have the blocker, and you don't blow your whistle then, play goes on until play is stopped. For, for Or at least until for, they clear the zone. For whatever reason. If puck goes in the stands, he, he falls on top of the puck, makes the save, um, puck goes out of the zone. No, even when the puck goes out of the zone, he'll still have time to bend over and pick up his blocker. So it shouldn't. It's like the goalie mm-hmm. losing a stick. So inconsistency of the goal tent of the um, of the referees is my biggest pet peeve in the NHL. I don't even know if that's a is that a pet peeve? Is it a pet peeve? I, I think that's yeah, fair. Or is it or is it just yeah. fucking common sense? Some people no, some there are people out there who would argue that the the beauty of having human officials is part of the beauty of the game i There's, i mean they're assholes but they're out there fuck those people i <laughs> swear you know God. what they're flyers Worst fans people. typically oh, oh fuck the flyers yeah. fuck the flyers oh, i mean but I, look it, it's a good one it's not like fans. fucking getting upset when someone says like a shot pass or something yeah no i mean that's that's it's such a, a shot pass is a thing that's just you take utterly. a shot but it's really a pass it's a shot yeah. pass you're you're faking oh. that shot it looks like a shot but you're you're shooting you're it at the other at, player for at your teammate has a yeah. pass. No, no, no. It's a shot yeah, pass. Hundred no. percent shot pass. You know who's no, good no, no. at that? Adam Nobody, because it doesn't exist. Johnny Hockey. Adam Fox is good but, at that too. Johnny Hockey's really good at that. So like that good Goodrow is he is he the guy on the Rangers? Goodrow, yes. Yeah, yeah. No relation. Goodrow. No 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 relation between the two. So you, this is just degrading into Johnny Goodrow, huge fan of the Neil Neil band. Huge fan of the Neil Smores band. You're either shooting, trying to score, shooting, or trying to shoot on goal so that maybe they're going to be a rebound or something, or you're passing the puck to somebody. There's a one or the other. It's not a shot. It's not a shot pass. It's a shot pass. And it's a stupid fucking nickname in any sport to call you to have your nickname be the name of the fucking sport you play. You you are an automatic asshole. Like Donnie baseball. Yes. Hey. Hey. What is the I'm matter just, with Donnie Baseball? Just bringing up examples, bud. I don't dislike Don Mattingly, 
but he's a fucking asshole for being called Donnie Baseball. Like Mr. Hockey. It's, well, it's not like fucking Don Mattingly made up the nickname about himself. Some some reporter or some announcer gave him that. So you're going to shit on Don Mattingly because of a name someone else gave him? You don't think Don Mattingly yeah. ever signed a baseball for some fan? Don Mattingly, Donnie Baseball, underneath it? No, I don't think he did. Guarantee you he did. He should have went out in the press and said, uh, I don't like don't don't call me Donnie Baseball. Like don't call it, me Donnie Baseball. Not, you I'm could absolutely douchebag. you could absolutely tell the press not to call you certain things. It it, it it has happened in sports. Cassius Clay. Were, were you looking eBay? I'm doing an overall Google search. Yeah, I'm sure there's one out there. Let's see. Let me let me click on the old images. What's he what's he looking for? He's looking to buy a, a Don Mattingly Donnie baseball autograph ball. Oh. I thought he was looking up um, you know, the dynamics of a shot pass to explain to Billy in images the logistics, how it works. Yeah. Logistics, yeah. Yeah. It looks like there is, but I don't I don't know. I think it I think this is uh-huh. go for no, no, but I think I don't I think win, the you lose. is real. I rule, you drool. I do not think this eat a bag of dicks. Whole bag. Oh, Suck a bag of dicks. It's not eat a so many dicks. Nope. Eat a bag you got to eat them. Eh. Just say, just say I was right. Just that's all you have to do. Steve was right. Oh wait, it wasn't up for me to say that was. Well, Steve was right. Yeah, that's unfortunate that he did that, but I'm sure he did it for the money. I'm sure you like you haven't done worse things for money, Bill. Worse what or the better? hell have I done for money? I the beholder, right? <laughs> I had regular jobs. <laughs> I was a referee once, so actually, maybe you have a point. So I mm. hate you just from the fact you were a referee. You're did you, a fucking did you, that was actually there was actually I was between jobs once, so there and so there was a, a week from the end of my one job to the start of my other job where that was all I was doing for a living that one week. I, so I actually was a, a referee. For, what, a was referee. it at, was it at Inman? Well, yeah. Oh, Didn't anywhere else. <laughs> I was far too fucking smart to ref at Inman, but it didn't last very long, but yeah. That's yeah what it was. You can see too well. You can't, uh, you know, your glasses aren't <laughs> thick enough. Maybe if he would have worked that week, he would have been able to afford a Mustang instead of a Dodge Charger. You called too many penalties. They're like, you're fucking out of here. Bill, do you have any more pet peeves in hockey? Well, you guys covered a lot of them by bringing up the shot pass and, and then having the nickname Johnny Hockey. I could think of more probably next week. But... I got I got one more, if I may. No. <laughs> Floor's yours. I mean, it's not like going to say like fucking somebody having like a Gordy Howe hat trick as a pet peeve or something, right? Oh, clearing, a- clearing the puck seems to be a challenge in the NHL, especially for the aisles in weird spots. I don't know. Like it's when you're just lift the puck up, get it out of the fucking zone. Why the, why the always the, the trying to throw against the boards where predictably a person's going to be there I, to block the puck. Well, you don't throw the puck in the middle of the fucking. I've watched this ice. happen at least 10 times last night. Four guys, the devils have four guys in the defensive zone. There's one guy for checking. They go to clear the puck out of the zone and they try to clear it through the four tracker instead of the 98 other percent of open ice that they could have sent it. 
they tried to go through the defender. Yeah. I feel like that's exactly what you're talking about, right? It's it's incredibly frustrating. And we're like the worst to me is when one guy has it and everyone's going up ice already, and that guy throws it into the pretty much only place a defender could knock it down or like at a shin try to go through their legs or something. Right. And then the whole team has to turn around and predictably now they're fucked because they, you know, have to turn it back around, get a position. They're everywhere, and then next thing you know, it's a 30-second to a minute shift in your own zone leading to a goal, which hasn't happened in the last game I was watching. But nevertheless, that's something that was a, a big issue with the Isles last year, um, and I, I it kills me every time I watch any game and the guys can't clear the puck. It's just it's infuriating when you're like, you have the open space. Just get it out, and they don't. Yeah. I don't know. If you could, if you could change one rule about hockey, what would it be? Icing. No icing. I would change the rule. I'd come up. I think. I think there's got to be a way to get rid of the puck. I think the 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 current rule with the the tag up is frustrating to watch because there's a lot of times where it's like it should be. It's pretty contested, and they still. Call it's whoever icing. gets to that dot first or or something yeah, over there, right? it's really hard to understand they used to be touch the puck right it was a very simple thing at the same time it's dangerous i get it but it was kind of like the whole thing like people go for it and this is the pros these guys can skate real well if they fucking slam into the boards that's of their own volition they should know how to stop or they should know not to go for it in those situations but it's a risky play and it's kind of the idea right so i don't know i, I kind of really enjoyed when the icing could actually be be governed by the players i mean of course there's times where it's like you know the guy touches the puck and then it gets reversed and they're like throwing a shit fit but mm. i don't know I, I it drives me nuts when you i've a few times in the last few games it's always like that like it's like neck and neck and yeah there, there's yeah. one or two calls a game at or, least or they're where, blowing the yeah they're blowing the whistle when the guy is at the top of the circles not yeah. yet at the dots exactly exactly You're supposed it's to be at early. the dot not at the top it's, of the circle and it's frustrating. You're like, just let the game play. Like sometimes it's it's unnecessary. Much like the the two the you know having the two minute penalty. Oh, actually, I get you know another one I have here. Sorry about this. Two? Uh, You're taking two? Two, two. This is a almighty. You know what? Yeah, yeah. So a penalty called at the end of a regular. I think of overtime. There is no penalty in the shootout. So you can just tackle a dude in the last like. 10 seconds. What, like stab with your skate and all that stuff? You do anything you want. It doesn't matter. There's like no repercussions. Slew foot a player? What do you do in that situation? I I think people are going to start taking advantage of that more often as I've noticed it happening because when it happens, you're like, well, that sucks. There's no nothing we get from this. It's not like an extra 30 seconds. That guy can't participate in the shootout. That would be a good good. point. Yeah, I like that. I was trying to think of it before. I was like, what do you do? Like give him one less shot. That's really if, shitty. If he's in the, if he's in the box, he no. can't participate. I think that's a good, a good thing. Cause if the that's guy right. does just that, have Ryan Reeves okay. go out there and tackle somebody, that's fine. He'd have to be on the ice. Yeah. You, have to, <laughs> you sure you put him on ice. No good time. point. So Nick gave us two. I got three. Go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> Cause you might mention one of mine. Um, blue line in red line out. Ooh. Okay. Um, swap the late change. From just the second period and have it in the first and third and have the short chains in the second period could create you mean the more benches. Offense. You mean the, the benches. benches? Yeah. Okay. So the long change will be in the first and third periods. Okay. 
And three goes to just fucking three on three overtime until someone fucking scores. Sudden yeah. death. Somebody's got to score. Some, somebody's going to score. In it's three not going to be that much longer than it's five. It's not going to be that right? much longer. I yes, that that is especially if know they that, know that that, that that safety net, that shootout safety net, isn't there. Is is that does that qualify as a pet peeve that I hate the shootout? No, that's a chain. No, you don't hate. I'm not a fan of the shootout. No, I mean that's I'm not, not a I don't fan. Think of that's shootout. a pet peeve. Bill, no. I'm not a fan of the three on three. We guys are giving me some ideas, though. Uh, what do you mean you're not a fan of the three on three? You're, uh, you're not a fan of exciting hockey. I'm sorry, I forgot. It's barely oh, hockey. That, that's real mature. Okay, thanks, Tom. Thank you so much for explaining my point of view because that's exactly what I was thinking. Was I hate exciting on, hockey. You didn't you like four Tom's on four playing. either, though, right? What? When it went to four on four, you don't like that either, though, right? I mean, four on four. So four on four was somewhat better because. Uh, I don't like that you go to overtime and all of a sudden you're playing a completely different sport to but decide who quote four unquote, on four is a completely different sport too. Though. four on four. Uh, uh, I mean, at the very least, what I can say for four on four is, is it's conceivable that during a game, you're going to get a four on four situation. It, it could happen. They do play four on four. Sometimes you could get a three, three on three during the game. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that, that happens real often. Uh, three on three, yeah. I, I'm I, gonna I say is 100% more rare. I can't before. recall if I've ever seen a three on three in during a regular one of the three periods. It probably happened during like a Ranger Penguin game in the, in the <laughs> 90s or like right in the 80s. Back when, when Graves hit, hit Lemieux and broke his wrist, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, one of those penalty festivals. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't do three on three overtime. I, I, I actually, to the, to the point of icing, I, I want to take icing away when you're killing a penalty. Why, why get that advantage? Mm-hmm. Why, why give the, the, why, why is losing a man going to give you some other advantage in return? So they don't have, you can't ice the puck in youth hockey. If you're killing a penalty, I mean, you can, they just bring it back to your zone, like an icing. So I, I would get rid of that for, for a, a penalty kill as well. Those are my changes. Oh, and I mean, I would just, I, I think the referees should call the game according to the rule book. That's just a thought, too. Yeah. It's not really a change because it is the rule book, but yeah. okay, I think Bill. it would be a very big change. Yeah, sure. That'll happen. Trapezoid. <laughs> Trapezoid should go away. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Not not necessarily just for the Marty aspect of it. How well, fun was it anymore. to watch a goalie go into the corner and retrieve the puck and totally fuck it up and then be so out of position Dude, goalies fuck it up behind their own net. Let yeah, but it's corner. it's closer to awesome. get back to the net from behind the net than it is from the corner. Well, yeah. watching some goalie go into the corner, the corner that's the Zamboni entrance, and watching his stick get stuck in the boards, oh, and then God. he'd have to goaltend without a stick. Good times. It actually is is great because you know if you think about it, you did that was what was Bedore made him so good. Obviously, right? Yeah. Aside from being a decent goaltender behind a great system was that he could skate and play the puck so effectively that you forget because they have the trapezoid rule now and there's no real goalies don't go out there watching a goalie whip a pass from behind the goal line to a wide open guy at the blue line that's pretty cool that's awesome we don't see too often shesterkin does that about once a game good for you especially on the power play awesome that's great who gives a fuck power play doesn't count he he could do it so much more if there wasn't a trapezoid you're probably yeah. right. Boom. You're probably get could. rid of it. I, I'm look. I'm all for it. 
They don't even need I, it anymore. I knew they're you were going to say fast. that. Oh, I just knew you were going to say that. <laughs> fucking fuck bro door lover. Fuck you. Jesus. Why don't you go fuck I'm his sister with him, too. you fucking Jesus idiot. Christ. You know I'm not a big fan. Oh, you love him. What are you talking about? He was always so nice to you. Would would they have, would the game change now if they took it out, do you think? Do you think it would be back to the same, you know, trappy kind of play well, with the, the, the teams? Nah. In my opinion, the reason they did it is Brodor can do it and nobody else could, and they were trying to level the playing field. I, I don't know about specifically that. I think it was more the style and system that was being implemented, more so than just one guy. Tom's been listening to the devil's uh, fan conspiracy theories. Yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> I'd expect that from Bill, Tom, not you. Jeez, man. Oh, it was not like Patrick Watts. Remember when Patrick Watts skated the fucking puck up or a strange? Yeah, there you go. Take, yeah, take that roll out of the game. To, like center ice and take, fucking did a, he did a spinorama around and tried to do a spinorama around a guy. Didn't they give a ball out of the game, game. too? The goalie, goalie can carry right. the puck wherever he wants. Billy was at that game. <laughs> How about this one? Goalie yeah. out of the crease, fair game. Uh, it's never gonna don't happen. care. Make never the crease, I agree. Make the no, crease bigger then. Make the crease bigger, but if he's out of the fucking crease, he's fair game. You, what do you guys think about rink size? You, you think rink size should is is okay? Or do you think they should expand it? You said it was a good size. No, no, Bill. Ice rink size. Ice rink. I think the rink's a good size. The net needs to be bigger. If that. you look, if you look at a goalie in the eighties and nineties in front of a net. Oh yeah! And you look was. at the goalies now in front of the net. There's just no room. I mean, Garth Snow with his giant shoulder pads. Oh, the the shingles. Oh my god, they look like friggin' pyramids on his shoulder. And it's just players are bigger, goalies are bigger. Maybe maybe we need to redo the pads. Maybe goalie pads need to be redone. I mean, they've been the same exact pads forever. They just they've tried to cut down the dimensions, obviously. But guys get bigger. Like goalies get bigger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're they're just bigger guys. So, so bigger net. You slim down their pads and make them like. Didn't they go through? Didn't they go through this a couple of years ago? Or was this like the a pads? No, I thought they did do something <laughs> with the pads. They've reduced pads, yeah. A few yeah. Times. Bigger net. Whatever the out, whatever the outside yeah. dimension of the net is now, right? It's four by six inside. So what? You know what's what's a goalpost? An inch and a half, two inches wide, just that much more. So any shot that's hitting the post is going in now. But it's a ton of it's. Then the game becomes a just getting the goalie to move side to side. If it's if it's any wider, I don't. That's not the game. That's not the game is now. now. But it's, I, yeah, but it's manageable. I think. I think you make it any wider, and then it becomes a just giant advantage for the. the I don't the know. Scores. You think you think four inches makes that much more difference? I think it makes a big difference, but whatever. Increase scoring. It would definitely increase scoring. Six to, it, to six by is ten. Is it really? Is it six really? Six by them? ten. I like six by I, ten. Yeah. Make it like. Why not just use a soccer net? <laughs> Good lord! So mark mark your mark this date, November fourth, twenty twenty one. This is no. the date that the Friends of Rivals podcast talked about all this stuff. I'm really really curious as to how many changes will be implemented of what we talked oh, about in this show. I, I know season. that answer. Zero. Really? I know that answer. I don't know. That, uh, uh, we are we're the number one hockey podcast. We are the number we one are. hockey podcast. According, so, wait, according to who was that? Goofballpuck.com yeah, or something? What, what were you uh, looking at? Or something? We got an email to the Friends and Rivals email address. 
which I'm not giving out to the public because they don't need to hear that. Oh my God, we'd get, it, we'd get flooded with emails. Yeah, we would. We would get inundated. It would be ridiculous. Are you okay? And Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm just looking. Up. Where did that It was goodpods.com. Goodpods.com. We are the number one rated hockey podcast at goodpods.com. Number one. Where are you going to go? You don't want to go. You don't want to go to greatpods.com. You don't want to hear great podcasts. If you want to hear a good podcast, you go to goodpods. Not only that, we are the number six in the top 100 of fantasy. Because I talk about fantasy sports. Like a couple times last no, season. fantasy sports, Bill. Fantasy but. sports, Bill, not your fantasies. Not your fantasies. Oh, I know. I, I, that's what I was saying. Oh, let's uh, let's go around the Metro. Nick, you haven't seen hockey in forever. Why don't you go before you forget what the fuck the Islanders did? Yeah, pretty pretty much the dead point of the season for me. Uh, we had one game this week. Uh, and the schedule, when I say one game this week, I mean... We had one game on the 24th of October. One, two, three, four, five days off. And then we are our last game, which was on the 30th, this past Saturday. Uh, and then we don't have another game until another one, two, three, four, five days later. So two, three games in a span of about two weeks-ish. I can't do math. Um, not really a lot of hockey. Pretty, pretty shitty. So... Long story short, we played uh, Nashville in Smashville. Delayed? Am I delayed? No, you're good. Okay. Huh? I also played Nashville uh, in Smashville this uh, past uh, Saturday. Uh, game was a 3-2 loss in shootout. A game that the Isles pretty much should have won. They were pretty dominant in the second uh, and third periods for the most part. First period was pretty tight. Uh, a lot of um, Nashville came out really physical. Their fourth line is called the, the identity, identity line. line. Which right, is talking about another pet peeve of mine. It's yeah. naming of the lines. How do you not like naming of the lines? Uh, Ever since the fly line with Flurry, Lindros, and York, I can do without naming a line ever again. Okay. And the HPT well, anyway. line in Pittsburgh? Come on. Crash line? A-line? Exactly. So anyway, identity line against identity line in this game. Identity line versus identity line. And this was an interesting situation for the Isles because normally they match up their identity line against uh, top team's top lines or their second line. Uh, usually just try and neutralize that other line. Uh, another team that's pretty much a mirror match of the Isles, Nashville – very similar team, defense-minded. Trotz coached them. I mean, to be honest, the first period was a mirror match. They were trying to out-physical each other, um, and even Lee got involved with, uh, I think it was Ekholm, um, a few times in the same shift and just kept going back at each other and jawing at each other. Uh, but after the first period, teams uh, changed. Uh, I think it was, was exchange goals in the first. I think it was just one goal. I also had one goal in the first period. They came out of that period with a goal. Um, a couple of interesting penalties. Char took a dumb penalty by punching a dude in the face in a scrum. You can't do that. Like, I mean, he like acts like, oh, what did I do? And then they show the replay. He's like, get the dude right in Wait, front of the, the ref. Can that please be? 
your impression this week. That was a good impression. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best Ray Romano I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Oh, I do. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you great. go. So anyway, uh, second period, they were dominant. They should have came away with a few goals. Uh, Sorokin played real well. Goal from the Preds was a screen. Um, and then, uh, so it wasn't really a, really a uh, Sorokin's like fault there. First goal lit up in, I don't know how many periods. It was at that point, seven periods. Um, he had two shutouts pre- prior to this game. And then um, third period, Isles came out looking, they started – they the predators came back out hitting hard again in the game in the third period um and then uh the basically the uh isles couldn't and couldn't i guess convert on another goal to win the game had a few different chances uh another deflection by preds on a goal that pulak should have pushed the guy out of the way for um both goals by the preds were from their identity line so it was doubly annoying um, to see and a weird thing about the game was that both Isles goals were power play goals which typically are not their forte um, they're fine on the PK uh, and they were they were four for four on the PK but they were two for four on the power play zero goals and five on five but what are you going to do um, so and then they got to overtime no goals Barzal took, uh, got got penalized in the last like few seconds of the of the uh of the he's out of the shootout so he, he got penalized <laughs> or, or take, taken down i should say so whoever turned down should be taken out of the shootout right they lost in the shootout i don't know whatever it was, didn't matter uh they should have won the game they outshot preds three to two in, in in shot uh percentages um they really walked away with only one point they should have two in the, in the game they have a uh they had another obviously a little bit of a layoff until tomorrow uh, when we play the Montreal Canadiens, no, a, a little win. bit of a yep. It's this a is a walk. A little bit of a, a Canadian uh, northern trip. We have Canada, Canada. We have Montreal <laughs> Thursday, <laughs> Saturday next week is uh, Saturday is then Winnipeg, and then they have a back to back on Sunday. They come back to the over the border play Minnesota. Um, so we have, we have three games next week. And then we're going to be starting our last week of the road trip the following week before we get back into the island and start to get to the new stadium. And it's an arena, Nick. Play home. It's an arena. By the we've way, Harry, over, Harry Styles opening that arena, not the Islanders. Go. Harry Styles is the wow. first event. It's way cooler than the, than the dude who opened up the Prudential Center. Yeah, was that the boss? John Bon Jovi. Mm. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles is cooler than John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Oof. Oof. I mean, he is kind of cooler looking. Not gonna lie. Bon Jovi might be a better singer. Not a not a Bon Jovi fan, so I'm not really gonna defend it. But I yeah, know. he's playing the same songs for like 30 years, man. I don't know. Feels like could probably. But it's his life. It's now or never. Mm. He's sure. not gonna live forever. That was. He just wants to live while he's song. alive. I mean, not that he was great in the 80s, but my God, that song. You just shot me in the heart there, buddy. You're to blame. Tom, please take us away. Fucking just, Christ. Can, can we just distract just now? Just do something Lord. else. Well, look, the, the Rangers had a pretty good week, in my opinion. After we I, after I gave them a lot of shit for the uh for the big shit they took against Calgary, 
who was a no. wonderfully fundamental team. They're a fundamental I, team. I, I, I must say. Um, they uh, Lafreniere was called out and uh, came back on that Friday night against Columbus and scored a, scored a goal. Cha-ching. Steve, one, $2.50. Should have bet Cha-ching. more. Cha-ching. No, I, I would not have bet that he would have scored. But Chris Kreider did score two power play goals. And interestingly enough, Kreider was in Elvis's crease. I can't pronounce it. Merzlikin? Merzlikin? Yes. No, I think that's right. Uh, yes. He was in Merzlikin's crease all night. And Merzlikin was giving him a chop on the back of the leg. Uh, he took a, a beautiful shot pass from Adam Fox and deflected home the, uh, the fourth Ranger goal and shouted turn around and shouted at Merzlikens. It was hilarious if you're a Ranger fan. Not so much if you're a Blue Jackets fan. They won that game for nothing, uh, under 50% in faceoffs for that game. So uh, it was a instant W. Irrelevant. <laughs> then, they, then they take the show on the road where they have this year been pretty much road warriors since game one. Uh, after getting shellacked by the Washington Capitals, won four straight on the road. They took their their efforts to Seattle, and their uh, first game with the Seattle Kraken. I, I got to tell you that Tanev, um, uh, the other guy they got from uh, Tampa, McCann. No, not McCann. Who gives a shit about? No one cares about McCann, Billy. Um, Gord, Gord, Tanev, Yanni, and Gord. Yanni oh Gord. my God, those two guys on the same line. I, I, for the life of me, I can't figure out why, how Pittsburgh would let that guy leave for absolutely nothing, Bill. Maybe one day you can explain it to me because I can't, nope. if, if, if they were going to lose him in the expansion draft, why not trade him and get something valuable, hugely valuable for Brandon Tanev? I don't know. Uh, but um, Rangers go out there and they, they win uh, a, ga- a close game. All the way through and toward the end, they scored an empty net goal is 3-1. And then they go to Vancouver, where Vancouver is not having the greatest of, of years. They score two goals on the power play, Panarin and Zabanajad, unbelievably. But there's a, a bigger issue going on here. And that is the Rangers' inability to score goals. And you always thought they with, with this offense and this firepower, scoring goals would be pretty easy for them. Well, it's not very easy for them at all. Panarin struggling, Zibanejad struggling. Uh, Kreider has been their saving grace. Everybody else, Heedle hasn't scored. Kako doesn't even have a point this year. Everything is coming from a bunch of, a bunch of players, uh, like four players, Panarin, Fox, Kreider, maybe Zibanejad's getting in there with some assists, but that's your total offense. And that can't be your total offense. You need to buy in from everybody and you start, and you start needing to get uh, pieces from, from other spots and right now the rangers don't have it they're playing good solid defense uh, igor shesterkin is just playing out of his mind um the past couple of games the, the couple of goals he let up in in vancouver tough for anybody anybody to stop but they have a they have two tough games coming up this weekend in edmonton and, and calgary um as we know calgary is a really good fundamental hockey team they put uh, the fun in fundamental that they game. they they do they absolutely do uh and they play edmonton on friday night so you got to think shesterkin's probably going to go friday night and then georgiev's going to go in calgary because you could probably chalk that up as a loss but this is why you play the games and you never know 
But the bigger story that you, you might have heard today was that on the table from Calgary is Matthew Kachuk in a deal for Jack Eichel. Well, I, I mean, and look, hold on. I, I got to get the text that you sent because I want to make sure I, I have this correct. So, so he's been so, rumored to go to every team in the NHL now, right? Well, uh, I think they're now, they, not I think Pittsburgh. it's really down to two at this point, not to Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, it's true. between Vegas right now and Vegas uh, and, Calgary and Calgary are really the two. Yeah. But look, Calgary's offering Kachuk their first round pick, uh, a former first round pick and two prospects for Jack Eichel. That's what Kevin Weeks is reporting today. Um, Matthew Kachuk's got one year at $7 million left. He's an RFA at the end of this year. Does he have arbitration rights? I don't, I didn't check that. I'm not sure. I'm, yeah, I'm sure he probably does, right? He probably does. Yeah. Uh, he does. He is arbitration eligible at the end of this season. Uh, playing with Johnny Hockey, you score a lot of points. So his, uh, his comps will probably be a bit high. It's probably going to be somewhere in that $9 million range. I think Buffalo can, can handle that quite easily right now under their cap. Sure, and you're getting, you take, especially when you take Eichel off. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you're replacing that $10 million contract with what's going to be money. less, I mean, to me, this is, this is a no brainer. And, but I don't understand why Calgary would do this. Maybe it's not just Eichel that they want back. Maybe it's Eichel and like a low level prospect. Yeah, we don't know what what right. what they what they want coming back and what the package is. And there has been reports that Kachuk doesn't want to be in Calgary long term. So maybe they think of getting just just get rid getting of, rid yeah. of him right now, where his anyway. trade value is really really high. Well, he's an RFA. I mean, it's, either way, especially with the windfall with the windfall of offer sheets that were signed this past off season. <laughs> I, one is a windfall. Um, that is I mean, a million percent more than the year before that, isn't it? Uh, Billy, is that a million percent more than the year prior? It's an um, infinite. I think percentage. it's. I think it's a hundred percent more than the year prior, right? No, not if it, no. You, you really. It, it's you can't compare anything against zero, zero, right? It's it's yeah. an infinite percentage more. Eh, I guess like it's clo- it's closer to infinite than I guess anything else in theory. But yeah, you really can't. You really can't. It's undefined when it's a zero. When you start with a zero. So yeah, I'm right. You're wrong. Things fucking technical. Fucking go great. Last time we go well, to that fucking joke. No, it's the last time we go to that fucking joke, right? Now, whatever. I fucking hear you anyway. Just for the record, I think if you go back in the podcast, it's my fucking joke. That anyway. Check check my I math is my joke anyway. I don't know what you're talking about. For the record, I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. So, and just to go on top of that, if you were to do, if an offer sheet were to come in, do you would it be eight to ten million or like? Yeah, I mean that's five over, first rounders then, right? It, so. 8.1 to 10.1 is two firsts, a second, and a third, which is a shit ton. You're not giving that up for Matthew. No, not for Matthew they're ready Kuchuk. to give up. They've got five players in the deal right now. Yeah, how are they not? That's well, for, for Eichel, massive. yes. But if, if it was on the other foot and somebody was offering that for Matthew Kachuk, I don't think that's happening. Okay. So to drop it down to the next level is 8.1 cap, like top. So it's like 6, $6 million to like 8.1 is a first, second, and third. So if you that makes sense for a guy that like would him. that would yes that would okay. make sense. But Calgary can match that. But why wouldn't they match that? That's not a terrible deal unless it's like, you know, horribly. But if you know up, the right? if you know the player doesn't want to be there, 
Would you match I mean, it? I mean, well, you'd have Calgary to deal no. with that sour grapes. But Calgary's no, at would... $80, $80 million right now in uh, uh, on the cap. I don't know if they have any LTIR. I don't think they do. They'll trade somebody. They'll trade somebody to Arizona. And it who sounds they like have they're, is just they're is not forward. really worth anything anyway. Unless it falls through, or he goes to Vegas, and then Kachuk so, is not moved when they go I'm into just, the off season. But. I'm curious as to why Tom brings this up during the Rangers segment. Is this just you're rejoicing that he's not going to be on the Rangers? No, we were we were t- well part of that, and we were talking about Calgary, and I was trying to figure a way to, to fit this in somewhere. Mm. Okay, it was very topical. But that that wasn't going to happen as soon as uh, they <laughs> Dick. As soon as they resigned um, Mika, they weren't going to they weren't going to go in. No, as soon as Mika that. signed, that was it. They were out it? of the Eichel sweepstakes. Yeah, which made the most sense. They didn't need to go for Eichel. It, it would give up too much. For them to go well, back. If Zabanajet doesn't start scoring fucking goals, put him in the trade for Eichel. So when do they when do they play next? Who? The Rangers. Uh Friday night at so I gotta put I gotta put five bucks on Zabinajet scoring a goal Friday night. There you go. Was that were you done, Princess? Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you talking to? Me? Yeah. It was <laughs> your segment. Well, then, yeah, I want to hear from Billy next. You can go fuck yourself. Uh, the Penguins have COVID. Here's Ollie with the weather. <laughs> it's going to rain. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, the Penguins are in the middle of a long layoff. Uh, also, I, I think their next game is April 12th, <laughs> um, which is good because everybody's hurt. Uh, Latang is there's rumored to come back. So, you know, that's really going to be more like in 10 days because the rumor is that it'll be back tomorrow for the Flyers, but obviously that never happens when... Fuck the Flyers! Fuck the Flyers! Fuck the Flyers! Fuck them! Which, uh, you know, was going to be something that could have given them a shot in the arm, except for Crosby has been diagnosed with with being positive for COVID, and it's symptomatic, and so he's going to be out for at least another two weeks after he came back, you know, for one game, and and who knows if it's going to be more or less, who knows? Um, yeah, and, and this team is in brutal shape, and they stink, and they're probably not really going to be competitive for another month, and we're just going to have to see where they're at then, and if they get healthier, because a lot of times they don't, but they need Rust back, and they need Crosby back, and Malkin's coming eventually, but, you know, I mean, uh, it's really, it's really, you know, this this team is, is not performing without Crosby without Rust without Latang, um, and Latang, you know they're they're doing all right defensively in terms of not really you know allowing too many goals. I mean they they played Calgary last week, who was a, a fundamentally a fantastic team, and Calgary smoked them. It was not a contest from the opening faceoff. You could immediately see that that the Flames were, were going to run away with that game. Um, but they you know they they didn't play an awful game against New Jersey. Um, they, but they're not scoring. Uh, and, and I think, you know, a guy like Latang uh, coming back to help the defense is really coming back to help with puck possession and, and keeping the puck out of their own end uh, more so than just keeping the puck out of their own net. And, and they need him back bad. But having him back without Crosby is, is not going to be a step forward. So, uh, so they're going to be in a, in a tough way for a while. And uh, yeah, the, that's... You know, that's bad news. It's bad news for the Penguins right now. Um, we'll just point out, you know, that in that game against New Jersey, um, you know, they, they were tied 2-2 late in the game, had a chance at a point. And, uh, 
I, I just got to say the most ridiculous penalty shot Beautiful call, call. <laughs> in Beautiful. the history of the NHL was called. Beautiful penalty uh, shot. I still call. haven't seen a, uh, I haven't seen the play. I still well, haven't, seen, haven't the seen the play. Why don't you look at it? All right. So Is let's get a live reaction. Wait, let's get, go ahead, pull it up. I'll, we can get a live reaction from Tom. You think on the YouTube would be the best? Uh... Rat penguins penalty shot. Yeah, but that's going to show me the penalty shot. It might show, but it might show you the penalty too. And while we're looking for it, I mean, it, this is this was a, clearly a two-on-one, um, and I, I just, I've just never seen a penalty shot called on a penalty committed in a two-on-one. Um, you know, he Brett got the Brett picked up the puck on the other, you know, whoever was coming down. I don't know who it was. Passes across to Brett, um, who yeah got a step on the other, who got a step on the defenseman who was back. Uh, but, no, that wasn't a step on the defenseman. That was a step on Crosby. And Brat was all alone. Uh, you didn't let me finish. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. Okay. Um, he he got it past. He got it past the defenseman, but Crosby was right there with him when he got the puck. So how you call that a penalty shot? It's not like he was. It's not like he had a step on Crosby. Wait, 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 wait. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. He is in front of goalie, unabated to the goaltender. He is in front of Crosby. Unabated to the goaltender. Okay, so again, shot. I I 100% agree with Bill on this because he is just getting the puck where you have it paused, and Crosby is right there with him. You need to play this thing? He, I mean, he's still in front of Crosby at this point, and the puck is still over just past this defenseman. That's a penalty shot? Go back. All the way, all the way. Uh, again, I agree with Bill. Not a penalty shot. And yeah. I don't see it. I've seen way worse not get called for penalty shot. That seems borderline at very best. So does it meet criteria in the rule books technically? No, because he wasn't unabated. For Tom, Tom, for you to say he was unabated to the goaltender, you're, you're retarded. I'm saying it to annoy you. That's all. Appreciate that. So that's what I got on the Penguins. Can we just go back to and the Flames for a second? Sure. They played in succession. They played Washington, Rangers, Devils, Penguins, and then Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Calgary scored. Calgary scored twenty-two goals in those five games and only gave up seven. Wow. That's a good stretch of hockey. I mean, as as you know. As much as the Devils aren't really a competitive team, they they got a good squad, and you're playing five quality teams, and you're outscoring them twenty-two to seven. And they want to trade for Eichel. Very fundamentally sound, right? But they're going to get they're gonna, they're losing some of their chemistry by doing that by trading Kachuk very, and by not replacing him in the lineup for six months. Yeah, seems like a. Not great move. I don't. Yeah, think no. They, I, it's, I don't think they, they should it. definitely don't get not. It. They shouldn't. They shouldn't do anything right now. Don't get it. I think Vegas makes that dumb move, and I think Vegas yeah. makes that move as well. But we don't oh, also good. don't know what Vegas's package is going back. Rubble, rubble. No, I'm, I, I, I don't. Know. I haven't seen any hint as to what they're offering. No, nope. They are up against the cap too, right? Vegas. Yeah, to think probably. You got Marshall in there. You got you got a couple other guys in there who who make some bank. They don't make a lot of sense either, though, because they're in win now mode. 
like Eichel is not a win now mode player because he's not even around for how long is it? Is it four it's months? Just, it would I, just, I think it's probably four months. Something he would come there. back for the playoffs. Just he would pull Stamkos. But you have to have all Maybe these like, yeah, Kucherov. But you have to have all the uh, pieces to keep you. Like, you have to be a deep team to get there, or you give like all your future, which I don't think is a great idea for Vegas. I don't think they are primed to be the top dogs. I think at this point they're slowing down. Yeah, I don't. The the league. Did, did did they have the, the draft picks in order to Wait, to fucking, to send over anyway? The Devils first. That's the Devils, really. Who cares? Talk about the Devils. All right, you go. Let's Steve, go right I, I thought you brought up the Flames again. He did. You did, but I didn't want it to fucking fall apart like this. Well, I didn't want it either. Not like this. You brought it up. Not Just like wanted this. to bring up how good they played in those five games, and that's it. I didn't yeah, know what, what we're saying. On. How, it, how then it went on to Eichel, and then it went to Las Vegas, and I did. That wasn't my intention. Yeah, Nick, go ahead. They're only missing their fourth round pick uh, this year, and then they have the Rangers' third round pick in lieu of theirs. So they have pretty much everything else. Uh, they're they're not they're pretty intact in that regard. Um, but they got nine. They got a shit ton of money. Oh. Mark Stone's got that. He's on IR right now. That's why he's down there. Yeah. Uh, he's got a big contract. Petrolangelo. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. That's a lot of monies. It's a lot of monies. So this past Nick week, says. the Devils had a Gordy Hat, How Hat Trick group of games. Oh, Jesus right? fucking Christ. They, had, they got the win on the road. They got a shutout loss. And then they got a game last night where they got utterly dominated. By the Ducks that's of not, Anaheim. That's not in any way a Gordy Howe hat trick. It's is... one. It's three different games, Ugh. three different results. So it's a, it's a Gordy Howe hat trick of games. Um, Bernier Bernier was outstanding against the Penguins. If, if Bernier wasn't in net, Penguins walk away with that game easily. Great. It was nice to see Brat and Johansson play a little bit better after being called out. Then they had a 22-hour turnaround between face-offs between a road game in Pittsburgh and a home game against Columbus. It's not like you're going fucking across the fucking But I thought you world, weren't dude. supposed to be able to start a game within 24 hours of each other. Says who? I thought there was a rule that, that said that. I thought the NHLPA fought for that. But obviously, I'm wrong. You got you to gotta assume that those players probably got home around 4 a.m., and then had to turn around and play a, a game at 5 p.m. What else are they going to do? That's not a lot of time. That's ah. not a lot of time to recover. Wedgwood got the start, I would assume, if Bernier hadn't Wait, been coming the game off. in Pittsburgh ended at what time? 9.30? 10 o'clock. 10 o- uh, all right, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. They're on, they're on the plane by 11. No chance. Uh, are, they're on the plane by 11.30. Okay. Okay. In New Jersey landed. At 12. You think it's an hour flight? Yes, it's an hour flight. From Pittsburgh to New Jersey? Yes. Okay. Okay, they're home in their they bed st- by 1.30. They still haven't eaten dinner. Okay. They ate on the plane. They're home in bed they're at 1.30. They're not eating shitty plane food. What are you talking about? They have that shit catered in, man. What are you talking about? Wedgwood got the start. What do you Wedgwood what, got what, the what start against Columbus. Fucking Alaska? I would have thought if Bernier wasn't coming off injury, he probably would have started that game. 
Um, big time momentum shift after Columbus scored their first goal. And, and that's where things have started to go uh, fall apart for the devils leading to last night's game against the ducks where they really just looked awful. The, the phrase monkey fucking a football was just running through my head because that's what they look like. They look like a monkey fucking a football. I was, I, w- I was sending out tweets during the game. And one of the tweets I was coming up with was, uh, when when you're not getting anything offensively from, and I started listing players that weren't contributing to the team offensively, and it was twelve. It, it might as well have been a list of twelve players, because there's just nobody doing anything on that team right now. It it's very annoying to watch them and just look watch them look so lost out on the ice. Like, is it coaching at that point? Is it players not being in position? Is it players not? skating hard enough i i just i can't pinpoint what's wrong or maybe just all of it's wrong and i just hope that given the way they've been playing and how poorly they've been playing that maybe this is a sign you know maybe Holtz is going to get a call up to maybe inject some life into the team because that's they really need something to kickstart them because they look so bad the second half of the blue jackets game and all of the game last night versus the ducks and just getting back to ESPN's broadcast, Dougie Hamilton played eight minutes in the first period and then was gone. And they never, it took them a period and a half to mention that he wasn't even on the bench, let alone on the ice. They brought his name up like three or four times about what, what a great addition he was to the team, but nobody realized he wasn't even playing in the second period. That's good stuff. COVID? Does he have COVID? Nobody has COVID. No, low, lower body injury, I think. That could but, be COVID. But, but I would know because they didn't fucking talk about it. And they never got an update. They got Linda Cohen, who was supposed to be doing, you know, the sideline reporting. But she didn't talk to anybody about it. So we're guessing lower. The fan base is guessing lower body injury because the devils aren't saying anything. Nobody knows what's wrong with Miles Wood yet. And that was after he played a preseason game. So why would we know what happened to Dougie Hamilton last night? We're, we're even further behind in getting our information from the team than the Penguins are. It's impossible. L.A. and San Jose this weekend, and then they come home to play Florida. That's LA. at least – I, I would Florida. think they're going to lose at least two of those. Florida's are they enjoying good. the tacos in L.A.? Did they go to that's Disney all World I got. Or? Did they go to Disneyland today? Told you that's where their mind was. They couldn't wait to go see fucking. I I I had heard a trip to Epcot was in store, but I don't know. I, yeah, I'm Epcot's not the press secretary. Dipshit. How how far away from um having the um the official on the uh, NHL broadcast for ESPN or TNT? Kind of like they do in football when a penalty is called, and then they go to that the old referee and they bring him out. I have they done that yet already? They, they have done that. I thought they have. Where they like a Terry Canada? Gregson, like the guy who used to be the head of the the officiating. Yeah. I think they've had him on. Are they doing that? Are they doing that already? Ugh. How how long until they have somebody doing like a Manning broadcast? Well, hopefully soon. Hopefully the Manning brothers do it. <laughs> no, probably not them for hockey. Probably maybe, not. Do a- maybe the Sedin twins. 
Oh God. No, no, that's 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 more unlistenable than this podcast. Maybe somebody so from the Howe family or the, the Sutters. Right? Does it have to be just, two brothers? No, it would probably be like Barstool Sports <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I was just gonna say split uh spin chicklets. They'd be maybe they maybe they, get, maybe they get Wayne and Eugene Gretzky. Oh god. Oh, and now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. Yeah, is right. Um, I got two questions today. Um, the first one, I'm just going to dive right into. Uh, I just want to ask this. Uh, who is the dumbest motherfucking referee in the history of the NHL who is now known as the Angel Hernandez of hockey? And Neil Morse. This guy. It's Corey Seivret, the guy who called that fucking penalty shot. Okay, Neil Morse. So there was that one. I Mike actually Portnoy. But... Um, no, it had nothing to do with music. I don't, I don't know why you think all these have to do with music. That one had nothing to do with music. Really, wrong answers okay. first, though, buddy. Wrong. Sorry, answers yeah, first. wrong answers first. Wrong yeah. answers first. If you're going to play the game, play the game. Though. Yeah, you got it. Okay, gotta be right. So let's right. do the real trivia question. So, so now is actually when I have to uh, impart some tragic news to all of you before we get into the trivia question. Um, if you know how things operate in my house, um, my my trivia cards were laying around somewhere for probably too long. And uh, so they got swept up and thrown away this past weekend. Uh, so I thought they were stuck all together. My cards, all of my trivia cards are gone. So no more of my little blue trivia cards with things like how long is a period in the NHL. Um, so I have to be a little more resourceful. So I still have a trivia question, but no more cards. They're, they've gone bye-bye. Okay. All right. I, I so, sense a conspiracy theory there. You could ask, you could ask anybody you want in this house. Okay. So, the year that Ron Thal, guitarist Ron Thal, was born, also known as Bumblefoot, it was, uh, it was his name was what Bumblefuck? Bumblefoot. Oh, Ron, Ron Thal. Bumblefuck. Bumblefuck. What a name! So, the year he was born, this player became the first player in NHL history to score 100 or more points in a season. Jordan Rudis. Who is that player? Uh, no, he's wouldn't score that's a jordan rudis no plays keyboard for dream theater went to juilliard very boom boom jeffrey on uh no that was the answer to everything from the doc emmerich uh, documentary but no it was not a lester patrick um this was 1969 lester patrick was john lester dead by then john lester (sighs) it's a pitcher for for the uh was for the Red Sox. I don't know where he is now. Oh, I think Ryan Hextall. No, so you got to think more along the lines of scorers who were playing in the in the sixties. Brent Gretzky. No, no, Brent. Brent. uh, He's one half of the highest scoring brother duo in the NHL history. Absolutely. All right. So don't tell me he's not a scorer. Yeah, but he wasn't playing in nineteen sixty nine, and that was not his record. Jeff Howe. Jeff Howe. Um, was that one of um, was that one of the, the boys of uh, Gordy Howe? I remember Marty and Mark. I don't remember Jeff. He wasn't. He wasn't very special. What kind of special? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Sixties? <laughs> uh, you said sixties? How about Henri? Henri. 
Richard. I mean, Richard, that's a better guess, but no, you're way off. That's an improved guess. Uh, Brett Hall. But Brett Hall did not play in 1969. You, you might have been thinking of Bobby Hall, but that would also have been wrong. Guy La Douche. <laughs> Stan Makita. No, no. Do you just need power tools? Makita drills, yeah. Makita drills. I love them. I Frank DeWalt. <laughs> Stanley Steamer. Oof. Oh. I think he, he was a, on the Blackhawks. Is he a cousin of Cleveland Steamer? I think he How was on the Blackhawks. Darren Drager. Not Darren Drager. Yes. What team? Can we get team? Can we get a team? Well, you haven't had a like legitimate guess yet. You want me to go to teams right now? That's you don't think Henry Uh, Richard is not a legitimate guess. Not paying attention. No. Are are you not paying attention? The team is the Boston Bruins. Okay, so it's got to be some sort of Irish name. Uh, yeah. Flanny McGillicuddy. (laughs) It's not. It's not an Irish name. Brad Park. No. You thought. You thought maybe a defenseman who I think was actually playing for the Rangers at the time, if he was playing at all, would have been the first guy to get 100 points. Zidane Brian Richard. Leach. Brian Leach. No. Jean no, Rattel. No. no. Hey, hey, that wasn't the worst guess I've ever heard. Hey, hey. I'm, I'm done. Call it quits, oh, boys. Don Cherry. Mike Milbury. Oh, Mike Milbury. Damn. I wish no, I this, that. The question was not about going into Bobby the stands Omar. and attacking a fan. No. Yeah, so no. The, the first How guy about I thought this was Phil Esposito? Ooh, Italian name. You got it. Tom got it. Phil Esposito. Yeah, there I was. Is. I was right on it. I was right on it the whole time. Good job. One hundred and twenty-six points. Mm. First one to surpass hundred, he went straight to one hundred and twenty-six. Heck of a mm. hockey player, that Phil Esposito. And now oh, it's good. time for impressions with Nick. You know, after watching the interviews with Kyle on TSN, what was your initial reaction to the trauma which Kyle Breach uh, went through during his time on the Blackhawks? My reaction was I was I was horrified. It was it was very emotional. I, I was distressed. I started eat, stress eating my caviar, washing it down with Pappy Van Winkle. I, I knew it had obviously been suffering just by watching him. And I watched, wanted to make sure we would continue to be focused on how to deal with him and his ilk. The NHL can only take so much bad press. For those That's... of you playing along at home, Nick has a very smarmy look on his face. So that might be a clue as to who this is. With that said, we could not be more sorry for the trauma that Kylo Breach has had to endure and, he, and our goal is to do what is necessary to continue making money for the owners and make the NHL great again. Uh, you know, the Chicago Blackhawks were fined $2 million as a uh, direct consequence for their inaction of, of handling of the Kyle Listen. Beach case. How does this fine come in, in, in lower than the instances of cap circumvention or draft combined rules, eh? I just want to thank uh, Trisha Takanawa for that uh, question. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Takanara. The Chicago Black, uh, the other instances you are talking, referring to, had different circumstances and can context to where and why of the matter. 
We got to make it clear the Chicago organization that this was not acceptable. And they clearly needed a reminder on loose lips sink ships. Uh, <laughs> giggity. Can you uh, comment on the reasoning why Kevin Chevalier, giggity, was uh, exonerated after his uh, investigation? Ah, shovel day off. Not even supposed to be here. That's a clerk's reference, by the way. Kevin was under limited authority with Chicago. He basically did coffee runs for Q and the coaching staff, and sometimes giving massages to Caner and Taves. He believed that the situation had been handled by his superiors, which they, they assured him with a pinky promise. Obviously, you cannot break, break a pinky promise. Uh, what do you make of the Chicago Blackhawks pushing this under the rug in order to not disrupt the team chemistry during a playoff run? Sucker and suck attached. I mean, look, look at this. At the end of the day, every team is looking to win the cup. If they don't win, the fans are mad and unlikely to lead to buy another third jersey. If they do win, they are happy and willing to spend more money on our merchandise. It's really a simple equation. Kyler Breach was just caught up in the middle of that difficult position to be in. By the way, the Chicago Blackhawks won the cup that year. Oh, that's true. And Brad Aldridge's name is on the cup. That's an easy fix. We will X out his name. Three X's for being extra naughty. <laughs> right, Roy. Change your gears here. Uh, <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? Uh, how can you ensure this is something that does not happen again in the NHL? We're taking every precaution and take, talking to every person at the, every level in each NHL team. Everyone, I mean everyone, will go on and undergo a minimum of eight hours of training to how to beat off sexual assault predators. We can't let another blockbuster boy take down an original six team in the NHL. We have to protect the next Cali Beach and arm him with the means to jack off his assailants with ease. Uh, Giggity, do you want to uh, correct your last statement? It sounded like you said jack off. Uh, well, I guess that too. <laughs> Gotta cover all the bases, right? Okay, I think we're done here for the day. Thanks to the media, to the bravery of Kylie Beaches, and to the fans for putting up with this nonsense. Now I'm going to pass this off to my lawyers and go get a drink. Talk to you soon, suckers. I mean, fans. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bravo, Nick. Bravo. Just all around. I think that was just spectacular performances by all parties involved. I don't know how many names we have to guess here. Do, are we just guessing Nick's? Are we, do we have to guess everybody that asks questions to, to, to Nick's character? Well, he, he asked me to do it in character, you see? He asked me to do it in character. I, I would bet his intention was the same person was going to be asking all the questions. Oh, no, I asked specifically if he could make it a, a little bit different. Oh, I didn't my think God. he'd go... I, well, I knew Tom had some vicious. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. You should have known when dealing with Tom, he was going to take it to the next umpteenth level. Well, I had to. I had, I had a little bit of but, a, uh, a, a wow, rebound, that was so stellar performances all around. I, I heard characters from some of our favorite cartoon shows asking questions. Um, I, I know who it is, Bill. So, do you want to do you want to take a guess? I don't know his name. 
That's I guess the Blackhawks owner. I don't know his name. No, I I think you're wrong. No, I think I'm pretty 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 sure. Given again, like I said, the smarmy look on his face alone, it was Commissioner Gary Bettman. Yes, that would have been my next guess. Yes, yes, Rob, bravo. Getting the name wrong every time was fucking fantastic. It was a lot of fun coming up with different names. Fantastic. Very easy to do. Uh, everybody got the, the text message I sent to everybody. Uh, his name is off of the Stanley Cup. It is officially X'd out. But all the other names remain. Yeah. That, that it, they, they, all the other names are surrounded, uh, <clears throat> surrounding the X in the image that I sent around. Oh, was there an actual image in there? Nice yes. the image. You know what else I love about Nick's impressions? About 50% in, he just stops doing the voice. <laughs> but then, but then about 80% of the way through, he remembers that he's supposed to be doing an impression and he starts to do it again. Never. So that's how I kind of know how long the segment's going to last. Uh, when, when, the accent, when, when the impression goes away, okay, we're halfway through. Uh, By the way, that, that was not Trisha Takanawa I was trying to do. I was trying to do somebody from like Saskatoon or something like that. I thought I thought it was uh I, yeah I, I couldn't I figured I thought it was uh what's his name from um Quickie Mart in Simpsons um no that's what I thought you were going no I was I, I was trying to do that uh, some somebody who? if you saw um grown ups when they're at the water park or something like that there's that yeah. really the the guy with the high voice who hits somebody on all saw grown ups yeah Holy yeah God. I saw grown ups I didn't know anybody watched that movie yes I'm sorry. My my movie selection is not as refined oh, yeah, it's not, as it's yours. It's not all fucking British. Oh no, we knew, Jesus, British yeah, we fucking, knew that. British Christmas. comedy for you, right? It's oh, not yeah. all Monty Python for Tom. Ding ding, bring out your dad. Ding ding. Jesus yeah. Christ, we get it. You like British right. comedy. You don't like fucking that's American hilarious. stuff. We understand. <laughs> British huh? office, yay! American office, boo! We get it. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're in. I said we get stuff. it. I said we get it. Yeah, I'm confirming. We get yeah, it. That's, that's great. All right, let's go to uh, okay. let's hear from Steve's stomach. Let's go to this year, <clears throat> and Steve's stomach brings us to the year of our Lord, two thousand and eight. Two thousand and beautiful spiral bound notebook. Did Did you like the size of the cells that were in this one? Or I did not. This was a, uh, a you know month at a glance calendar. Too small. I had to again. Mm. Stalker handwriting had to be in effect for this uh, this calendar. Ooh, okay, please go to February third, two thousand and eight. Sunday, February third was the big game because I don't think we're allowed to say it. Super Bowl. Well, Super Bowl. I didn't, oh say God. Super Bowl? We're gonna get sued. Oh God. By who? Who's gonna sue, sue us for saying Super Bowl? We're gonna get, you can't say Super Bowl. Somebody can sue us for saying Super Bowl. Can't say Super Bowl. Super Bowl. We 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 really can't say Super Bowl. No, I don't think you can say no. You can't say anyway. Super Bowl. No, you can't say big cock coming out of your mouth. It's just you can't. <laughs> yeah, but I can't say big cock coming out of his mouth, but he can say Super Bowl. Can't say big there cock was, coming out of your mouth. There was driving to Princeton to pick up some wings. While in Princeton, I enjoyed a delicious half Caesar salad, half sandwich at Panera. 
wait, hold on. We know what Caesar salads do to you. Are you okay? <laughs> it was it was only a half, and it wasn't from Outback, so I was fine. Why not? I thought the one one Caesar salad was from Red Lobster. It was Outback, and if it you've ever Outback? seen an Outback Caesar salad, you you would know that it would never compare to a half Caesar salad from Panera. Is there okay, like a steak in completely there? different sized dishes. So sorry, and that's where and lied the problem for dinner because it was the big game. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, some potato chips and some buffalo wings that were picked up in Princeton at Chuck's. If you're ever in the in the Princeton area, Chuck's has the best wings. They are delicious. Uh, miscellaneous other food and some Coca-Cola Classic were also enjoyed. And uh, we had relatives over to watch the game at the condo in North Brunswick. You were still in the condo? Yes. Wow. That what was that's what was in Steve's stomach on this day, February third, two thousand eight. Why did you pick that day? That was the day. That was the last day the Giants were competitive. No, no, no. Oh. They won the Super Bowl three years later too. That was the day the New York Giants defeated the New England Patriots in Super Bowl forty two, ruining their perfect season. Fuck the Patriots. Fuck the what Patriots. A, what a game. What, what a game a that was. Game. 17-14, baby. Do, does something happen during the week that leads you to pick these? Like, why did you pick that day? Why did you pick that Super Bowl? I was really pressed for time. Um, and I have been in the teens lately. And I know I wanted to go into the early, uh, later 2000s. Um, I was, again, pressed for time. You're, you're bagel hunting. And this yeah. was February. Well, in February 3rd, I knew it was, it was a, Sunday, a Sunday. And I figured... Sunday. Better chance for a bagel on the weekend. I was mistaken because I You're, forgot you bagel to eat breakfast. It's hunting. It's hunting for that bagel. I am hunting for, for the pumpernickel bagel. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it this season. Mark my words. This season. It's going you to be better bad. hope. You better hope the fans will be disappointed if you don't. Yeah. Pumpernickel bagel. I, so, just, so what kind of butter do they use? They use like a spread? If you're not heating up the if you're not heating up the, the bagel. Well, it's you know, at, at any deli that you go to and you get a bagel, it's not like they're pulling the butter out of the fridge. They're using yeah. room temperature butter. Yes, yeah, so it's it easily it spread. On pretty smooth, yeah. No, they pull out a frozen like one of those little packets and they unravel each yeah. one individually. No, they, and just, they don't take the wax, they don't take the wax paper off the top. It's not <laughs> they don't lick it and then put it on, do they make it stick or anything like that? No, they, they heat it. They heat it with their mouth. They just go. Are we, are we still, are we, wait, are we still talking about butter? Um, yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Butter. Mm. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Jesus. You know what's weird to me? People down here, they automatically assume when you get a bagel with cream cheese that you want it to be toasted. I've probably brought this up back on the, on, the, on this podcast before. But, but that's, but that's smart thinking no why would you say that ever if you have a good bagel you don't get it toasted oh i like to i like a toasted bagel sorry regardless of it's fresh or not a no, no, no. freshly toasted bagel with some cream cheese i'm a happy guy what are you a terrorist the hell is wrong no. with you no you that's how like i a, like my bagels i like a, a toasted Wait a second, guys, bagel. guys guys you're yeah. talking about a guy who wants to put up christmas lights and leave them up all year long wrong 
this is a, a wrong statement. This is no, it's a, not a permanent fixture that's going to go on the home mm. and they're they're programmable, addressable pixels, LEDs that add a decorative touch to your home. Okay. Who lights up their house all year round with decorative pixels? People with fantastic taste. That's who. But you just said you watched the movie Grown Ups. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry again, Billy, for not my palate is not as revered as yours is for your refined movie selections. Is the word you were looking for. Refined. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why couldn't you take the more addictive ones? Uh, so do you like do you like to drink your cream cheese after it's melted that much? While he's, looking at, while he's looking at his Christmas lights in March. What what does annoy me is when you go and ask for cream cheese on your bagel and they put like a healthy amount of cream cheese on it. I got a nice like, spread they, of cream know. cheese on it. Not a fucking healthy amount of cream cheese. You're like, yeah, you, I want double, I want a double size. I want a double stuff amount. But of you're cream but cheese. you're asking for extra cream cheese at that point, then. Right, no, right. I go, you're not no, I'm saying Nick is in order to get what he wants, he's asking. For an extra, an extra, extra helping. Cream. It's not double stuffed at that point. It's mega stuffed. It's, it's better though to, to get too much cream cheese and remove the excess than to you got to remove the excess. Oh, that's very philosophical. I think, Bill. I, was, I like the way you uh, you put that. Pretty deep. I'm pretty deep. Yeah. Anyway, You're girthy. I thought. Toasted with butter, or just cream cheese. Two ways I would prefer it. No. Or I guess if you wanted to go fancy, get locks. I've never oh had locks on a bagel ever in my life. Neither have I. How would you even things. get to it at that point? <laughs> get locks because they're locked. My drugs are wearing off. Okay, I've been <laughs> muted for way less than that. <laughs> right, that's, it. that's it. You're done. Billy, sing us out.